Hello, listeners. This is Megan from the present. Or at least, you know, much closer to the present than the Megan you're going to hear in a few minutes with Emily. Uh, It is June of 2021, and my sister and I are putting out a brand new podcast. And this is it. You're listening to it. My oldest sister, Emily, and I both really love books and movies and TV. And our taste overlaps quite a bit, which is why when one of us finds a title and a project that we really, really love and we can't get the other person to watch it, it's just boggling. We're like, you're my sister. You like what I like. Well, it turns out the one thing we like more than anything else is recording podcasts. So we came up with the idea for this show where we would each get to pick something the other has been refusing to read or watch for years now. So please treat this podcast as a casual book club or, you know, viewing club for the TV. We started recording these episodes back in October of 20... Oh gosh, darn it, I got that sound on my phone. We started recording these episodes back in October of 2020. And the reason why we've waited so long to release them is my creative schedule is very sporadic. So I told Emily, listen, if we're going to do this project, then we need a big enough buffer that if I have to miss a week or month of recording episodes, we're still going to be okay. And now they're finally here. Uh, You can tell that I'm freaking out because... I actually mispronounce some of the words that I'm asking Emily about. So listen, I know it's Rishadium. I know. I promise. I am so excited for you to listen to My Sister Made Me View It. That being said, you should know we changed the title a couple times over the last few months. So if you ever hear us reference uh, the podcastinators, that was, uh, let's say, the working title. But no, not anymore. Please enjoy our zeroth episode discussing Emily's very first time diving into Brandon Sanderson's The Way of Kings. One, two, three, clap. No, you have to clap on clap. I did clap on clap. There is you a... Didn't. Emily, there's a delay between the phone call that we're on. Okay, I believe you. I'm so sorry. That's why... I'm very stressed out about this already. I'm pretty stressed <laughs> out about it. I'm going to go ahead and get us started. Hooray! Welcome, everyone, to My Sister Made Me View It. My name is Megan, and I should be storyboarding. My name is Emily, and right now I should be editing my book. <laughs> but we're making a podcast! We're making a podcast! Yay, sisters! Uh, this is our very, very first uh, episode. It is the prelude episode to our My Sister Made Me View It books series. We're going to have My Sister Made Me View It books and My Sister Made Me View It TV 
And my sister made me view it, Miscellaneous, where we cover books, TVs, and movies that one of us have loved and returned to again and again and haven't ever been able to quite convince our sister to get into it. So I got to pick first for books and we will be covering The Stormlight Archives by Brandon Sanderson. The giant brick of a book. The brick books. We will use these brick books to lay a podcasting foundation. <laughs> um, so right now the plan is for us to just cover the first one and then touch on another shorter book in between. But Emily has promised she's in for the long haul. So we are eventually going to cover all 10 of the Stormlight Archive books. That's so many pages. You're gonna love it. So when Megan says we go back to the things that we love, we're going back to the thing that she loves first. Uh, we're going to your pick for TV. I just happened to pick something a little longer. Uh, so yes, as, as indicated, I have read the Stormlight Archives. It is my, uh, the first one we're covering, The Way of Kings. It is my favorite book that Brandon Sanderson has written. But Emily, I'm going to have you go first. You haven't quite read the Stormlight Archives. And so I'm going to ask you, how much did you read? And at what point did you put it down and just never pick it back up again? So what Mega is very kindly avoiding is asking me why I procrastinated reading this book. Um, where she did lend me her copy of the book. And I took it with me and kept meaning to bring it out of my car into the house to read. But I'm pretty sure it was in my car for about two years before I was before I cracked it open. Um to be honest, I don't remember a ton. Listen, I love to read. <laughs> I love to read, but I've just never been into like the big giant brick series mm -hmm. fantasies. I tried reading Wheel of Time. I really did. But I'm more of a Harry Potter, Belgariad, um, the thief series, you know, that sort of thing. And so I'm, I'm willing to give this a shot. That's it. I'm willing to give it a shot. Quick amendation. Amendment? Amend. It was three years. You had the book for three years without reading it. <laughs> I'm trying to make myself look good. Jeez. Uh, also, I would contend that the Bulgaria counts as a brick fantasy series. I think... The first five Belgariad books are as long as the first Way of Kings. <laughs> All together. Do you know what? Um, it's one. It's looking at the combined Belgariad volume on my shelf that I borrowed from my friend Paige. I have to admit, you are correct. Um, so a little bit, uh, we're going to dive a little bit into our background with Brandon Sanderson as an author. Uh, Emily and I are sisters and therefore we grew up together and we grew up in utah and brandon is a local utah author and we both pretty regularly attended this writers conference in utah called life the universe and everything and that's sort of where i uh first kind of saw brandon i listened to him speak around 2008 
Yeah, 2007, 2008. When I was in high school, I started reading his books. My friend Dan lent me the first Mistborn trilogy, and I read, well, the trilogy wasn't finished. So I would have read Mistborn 1 and 2, and then I would have read Elantris and Warbreaker. When I graduated high school, I went to college at Brigham Young University in Provo, Utah, where Brandon teaches a sci-fi and fantasy long-form creative writing class. And I audited that class twice because it was great. And in 2009, during one of our classes, he read us the prologue to the book he was currently working on. Uh, and it was The Way of Kings. It was the uh, Assassin in White sequence, which I know, Emily, you have read before. And I just, I was so blown away. The thing about Brandon's writing is it's very visual and clear. Like, he writes exactly what's going on. It's not very, like, prose poetry. Okay, that sounds like I'm slamming it. It's not. He writes very clearly, very rhythmically, so, like, you're reading the action and you can see the action as it's happening. Amazing. Uh, however, I didn't actually read the book until 2013 because I was working very hard to get into the BYU animation program. And I finally got in uh, end of 2010. And then I spent the next three years working very hard to get my animation degree. And I got my animation degree in 2013. And then I had time to read the book. I've been to the midnight release for every book he's released since, except for Skyward. Because Emily, you actually went to the Skyward release for me because I was out of Utah at the time. I did. And Megan actually had just done a panel with Brandon Sanderson at Life, the Universe, and Everything. And so when I went to go meet Brandon Sanderson to get the book signed for Megan, I just happened to casually mention, oh, this is for my sister Megan. She did a panel with you. And he goes, oh, Megan. Yeah, I totally know her. So yes, he knows who I am. Uh, because that, like Emily said, LTUE that I attended as a guest all through junior high and high school. Now I go back every year as a presenter and panelist. It's, it's a good life. It's a good life. So, Emily, which of Brandon's books have you read? So I have read Elantris. Um, I read that when I was in college. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, and I have read the Mistborn series, which were really long, but also enjoyable. I have read part of Way of Kings, and I have read part of Warbreaker. Still working on it. <laughs> Well, I have some great news for you. You're going to read all of The Way of Kings. Oh, goody. <laughs> and you're going to like it. You're going to like it. This is, our, this is our introduction episode. So we aren't going to be reading any of the book itself. So for the remainder of this kind of intro episode, I'm going to talk a little bit about the background of the development and publication of this book. And then I'm going to ask Emily some questions so we can suss out did she actually listen to me when I spoke about this book for years and years and years? Or was it one of those really kind sister things where she's like, wow, that sounds really interesting. And just let me talk because it made me happy. I'm not going to say which one it is, but I'm sure we'll find out soon enough. <laughs> All will be revealed. Um, so... Brandon Sanderson, in fact, that writing class that I 
uh, audited from Brandon, so awesomely, they record and post the lectures from that class for free on YouTube. So if you look up like Brandon Sanderson 361R, which is like the tag of the class, or just Brandon Sanderson writing class, you can listen to all of these lectures. And he'll talk about like his history of writing and he, as he came up with this. So as has been mentioned once or twice, these books are very long. And long books are not always very appealing to publishers. Um, but the idea for this book is one that Brandon has had for a really long time. And he completed the first draft of it in like 2003. And he wrote, I think he wrote 11 different full books before he got one of them published. The first book he actually did uh, sell, you know, option and get published was Elantris. When, you know, Elantris was going through to print, his publisher was like, do you have anything else? And Brandon's like, I have this 10 book gigantic fantasy series. And the publisher is like, no, I'm sorry. We like, <laughs> we can't publish something that gigantic, pretty much from an unknown author. Uh, because I don't know if you know this about gigantic fantasy series is they don't always get done. These, these publishers didn't understand who they had in Brandon, but uh, Game of Thrones, currently unfinished. Um, the Name of the Wind, currently unfinished. And there'd be like years and years in between, because it's very hard to write a book. Isn't it, Emily? Yes. Emily's, That's all I want to say about it. <laughs> Emily, Emily's procrastinating writing her book right now, but it's very good. Um, and so they're like, do you have anything else? And he, uh, kind of combined two of his other ideas and came back to his publisher with what would eventually become Mistborn. So they published Elantris and then they started going on the Mistborn trilogy and Warbreaker gets dropped in there at some point. I think Warbreaker came out and I don't remember and I don't have my books here to reference. Anyway. Basically, Brandon proved himself by saying, look, I can give you one, sometimes two books in a year. He's been building a good reputation and become very popular. Harriet Jordan, who was the wife of Robert Jordan, I should say the widow of Robert Jordan, who is the author of The Wheel of Time. He sadly passed away. Um, but Harriet Jordan read Elantris and she's like, you know what? Someone needs to finish The Wheel of Time. I know Brandon is a good fan and I've read his stuff and it's great. And so Brandon got the opportunity to finish off a gigantic fantasy series. So at this point, he's proven that he can write consistently, quickly, and he can handle a gigantic cast of characters. Like there's something like 1500 named characters in the Wheel of Time series. Ugh. So pretty much he, he proved his worth and they're like, you can publish The Way of Kings. And ladies and gents, the first Way of Kings book comes out and it clocks at like 1,200 pages. <laughs> and I love it. And it's so good. So now I've, I've rambled a bit. And we're going to get, uh, we're going to get Emily in on this. So Emily, what do you know about the story of the Stormlight Archives? Okay, so this is what I remember, and this is what I've gleaned from you talking about it constantly for the last <laughs> year, 10 years, however many it's been. Um, there is a guy named Kaladin, and he has been falsely accused 
of a crime. He used to be like the big hotshot war leader, war lord, something like that. There's a war going on. Um, and he's been basically and literally kicked down to the bottom of the ladder of life. And he is like basically on, I, I can't remember if it's ladder cruise or something, but they have to do something with ladders or they pick up dead bodies. I'm, I'm, I can't remember. Listen, guys, my memory, I, hey, is shot sometimes. This, this, <laughs> so this, this is a judgment free zone. You're going to know all of this at the end. I'll keep these questions and I'll ask them at the last episode. (laughs) So I know he has a crew that they make fun of him. The crew he's been assigned to just like, oh, this kid thinks he's all that. And all these people are just broken and wearied and just, you know, broken down by the world. But Kaladin basically pulls like a Captain Shang and is like, let's get down to business. Um believe in yourselves we're gonna we're gonna kick some butt and they rise and become really popular okay i'm not explaining it very well but i'm gonna read it and it's gonna be fine nice nice um i know there's a assassination by a dude in white and he has a really sharp nose i remember that because you were trying to draw him (laughs) (laughs) you couldn't get the nose right i just can't get the nose right uh, yes, I was trying to design a picture of Seth that had, I mean, the assassin in white with <laughs> a, a, with a big nose for story reasons. There is a little fairy sprite that, that, that like flies around. There is a, a, a girl character. She's a scholar, I believe. And Meg, you explained it one time. I know that the, the, the women in the world wear one of their like covers one of their hands at all time in like the upper noble classes but I don't know why um and I have I'm trying to think I want to say you told me something that has to do with like only the women write or only the women read something like that and then there is a dude that shows up in every single one of Brandon's books that shows up in this book. Yes, uh, you and I were talking about him. You are pretty sure you know this character's name. What do you think his name is? Um, I think it's Hogath. Okay. Well, remember that. And okay. <laughs> and if a Hogath shows up, we'll put that on the list of predictions. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, you know, you know, a pretty good idea about these characters. Um, Mm -hmm. there is kind of one more pretty main character that I think you don't know about and will, that'll be fun for you, for you to discover him. So you have an idea of the characters you've mentioned a little bit. It's so fun on my, on my list of questions. I was like, what do you know about the society and gender roles? And you do already know a little bit about that. Um, what do you know about the geography of this world? Cause it's not earth. Can you, can you say why? Cause we, we, Listen, we should have saved it for the podcast, but we were so excited about this podcast that we kind of like talked about what we would talk about before we actually recorded talking about it. What do you know about the world this takes place in? Now I can't remember. I just know it's big. Like it's a big world um, and they fight on different planes, but they have to get armies up and down places and they have ladders. And I'm sure, I'm sure it will be explained, but I don't see how, um, 
what's the word I'm looking for? Not convenient, but logical it is to have a whole army climb up a ladder to get to Logistic. a different level. Logistic. Um, okay. So logistics. Yeah, I don't understand how the logistics work, how they move people to different levels. Um, okay. Uh, final world question. What do you know about the weather? The weather? Mm-hmm. Nothing. Great. There's storms. There's storms, right? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> so basically, I know nothing. <laughs> Just call me Jon Snow. It's great. I'm... I have I have picked some random words of, of like items and things from the Way of Kings. This is going to okay. be our fun predictions corner, and I and I say Ooh, the Way of Kings. Is it going to be a fun? Is it going to be fun, Megan? Is this going to be fun? <laughs> Listen, it'll be fun for our readers, and it'll be fun when I play this back to you in the final episode. Okay. Um, I, I'm going to say I'm going to use some words interchangeably. The Stormlight Archives is the name for all of these which will eventually be 10 books and then the way of kings is the first book which is what we're covering on this podcast so some stuff from the stormlight archives what is stormlight oh i vaguely remember this from the assassination scene it's a rock or it's a light inside of a rock and it's a power you can get and if you have it you're a big freaking deal Nice. How does the light get inside the rock? Like how how do you collect these how do you collect these glowing rocks? Sheer dumb luck. Okay. I'm sure uh, that's not it, but No, don't you have to stand outside Benjamin Franklin style with a kite? Not a kite, but like, like get struck by lightning? Infused with lightning? That sounds like it's a crossover of um the last airbender. <laughs> Yeah, that's fun. All right. Well, so, okay. That was that was a pretty good guess. Uh, what is a reshadium? Oh, my gosh. Spell it. I can't. I don't have it in front of me. <laughs> Just like, <laughs> I was hoping that there was a glossary in the paperback, but there is not. Um, say it. Say it slow. Roshadium. Roshadium. Well, it's making me think of Mistborn that it might be an element, but I know he tries to make each world like vastly different, but that would be my best guess is it's some sort of element. Okay. What is a shard blade? That has that has power to it. Doesn't it have it's not witch light. Oh my gosh, what is it? Stormlight. Is it is it a weapon infused with stormlight? Could be. You're not even going to tell me? No, no. This is this is predictions, not confirmations. Okay. What does a soul caster do? A soul caster? Uh-huh. I'm going to guess that they can cast their souls into different people and take over their bodies. Okay. What is the function of a fabriel? It is... Um, I'm going to say it's like a good luck charm. That's what I'm going to say. It's a good luck charm you take into battle with you. All right. And what is a lashing? A lashing doesn't sound great. Um, mm, I think it has to do with something with the ladders. 
Like if it's too far away, you have to lash the ladders together and like stretch them across chasms or something. All right. But I don't understand uh, how they don't just break in the middle. Okay. Last one. Well, two more. You said the last one was the last one. <laughs> oh, sorry. This is this is a little bit outside. Define adenalsium. Okay. Say it again. Adenalsium. Adenalsium? Mm-hmm. It is something that they eat to be stronger than someone else. Like, like again, I'm throwing everything back to Mistborn because that's kind of the only mm-hmm. thing I remember. But, you know, when you use a certain element, you can be stronger and have different powers. That's what I'm going to guess this thing is. All right. And now this one really is the last one, last one, last one. <laughs> what is the Cosmere? Oh, the Cosmere? I know this. It's the world of Brandon Sanderson. Like all the books, all the books basically exist in the same universe. So it's it's the universe of, of all these books. It's like the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. All right. That's it. That's kind of what I have planned to talk about the pre... That's the pre-game. Uh, do you have any questions, fears? Man. Yes. Okay. Regrets. Mm, one, of my, one of my biggest fears with this is that I'm going to forget stuff that happens and I'm going to get to a point down the road and just be like, this didn't wasn't foreshadowed and blah, blah, blah. And you're going to be like, Emily, Emily, it was... <laughs> I'm afraid that I'm going to just make an idiot of myself. That is what I'm afraid of. All right. Well, I have definitely mispronounced some of the words that I listed to you. I know this for <laughs> certain because, listen, it's a, it's a made-up world with made-up words. The made-up words also have made-up rules. I don't know all of them. <laughs> um, and I have read these more than I've, like, listened to official pronunciations, so apologies on that um i also have a question for you megan yes how many times have you read this book and or listened to the audio uh at least eight this is what i'm up against people but like okay that that number exponentially falls off the further we get in because i do really like the next two books you know words of radiance and oathbringer but like i said this is my favorite book brandon has written uh, so I have read this one time, t- time and again. And listen, full disclosure, everybody, I am excited to read it. I really am. This is going to be fun. It's just also fun to, to play the long-suffering big sister <laughs> who has to, you know, placate her younger sister. So she'll stop talking about this. So uh, the way that I usually get people really into this book is if you look at this as a single book, it's a very daunting read you know i've got my paperback here you may have heard me idly flipping the pages back and forth paper book is 1252 pages brandon sort of considers each of these books as a trilogy and when i'm pitching it to someone i'm like i want you to consider this as a whole season of television and not just one book so think of it as me recommending to you my favorite tv show except without any visuals or sound or music but it's really good. that was not a good pitch. <laughs> Here, here's this thing. It's nothing. I would say it's highly engaging all the way through. 
Uh, let's talk about what your first reading assignment is. Oh, yes. We are going to read a prelude and a prologue uh, and the first chapter. Okay. Can you estimate... I'm just interested. I'd like to give everybody like how many pages each reading assignment kind of uh, is about. Each reading is yeah. Each reading assignment is going to be about forty to fifty pages. This first assignment is forty-four pages, and like I mentioned, there's a prelude and a prologue. The prelude is to the Stormlight Archives. Like you open it up and it says prelude to the Stormlight Archives. So think of that as like the tone setter for the entire ten book series. And then we're going to read the prologue, which is the assassin in white scene. Um, And that is the prologue that sort of sets the first book into account. And then we're going to read the first chapter, which will introduce us to a character that you know. His name is... Hogath. No! (laughs) The other one. Kaladin. Yes! His name is Hogath. No! (laughs) There you have it, guys. That's what we're Um, in for. Yeah. And I'm going to to add to this. I'm going to have you look at the map. You know it's a good fantasy book when there's a map in the front. You don't have to memorize the map. And when when we read our first, when we record our next episode, which will be our first real episode, um, I will point out to you where on the map things are happening. Perfect. Where things are mapping. Oh boy. That's also what we're in for, folks. But yeah, we, to know what, this is pretty good. We kind of hit 30 minutes, our our first go around. So hopefully we can keep this. I'm sort of tempted to like, because listen, here's the deal. Emily doesn't have a copy of the book right now. Uh, I'm holding the copy of the book she will be reading. Uh, she's not going to get it till like Thursday. I'm really tempted to just read you the first three chapters and then just go right ahead and record our next episode. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> we got stuff to do. Um, I love you. Oh, I love you too. I was talking to the listeners. Oh, oh we no, both I love was... you guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, Emily, I was I was talking to you, my sister, who okay. I do love. <laughs> so so reading assignment for our first episode is the prelude the prologue and chapter one stop at page 44 we didn't plan a sign off no we did what was it it was like uh all right all right i got it thank you for listening to my sister made me view it but it's time to set my sister free i gotta get back to storyboarding time to get back to my edits good luck with that and good luck let's do it again ready Good luck with editing. Good luck with storyboards. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Hey, everyone. Megan from the present again. Thank you so much for tuning in to our first episode of My Sister Made Me View It, covering The Way of Kings by Brandon Sanderson. Catch us a week from today as we start our Roswell coverage of the 1999 series. And check us out on Tuesdays as we release our shorter coverage of Haunting of Hill House. 
A special thanks to Michael Biancardi for use of his song, A Passing Storm, for our intro and outro music. And you can catch our full schedule and fun pictures of our pets on Twitter and Instagram at SisMadeMeViewIt. That's all for now, and I'll catch you next week. I believe in you.